Hey everyone, Cub Cooker here. Welcome to part two of my urgent spiritual message for 2022. I hope you watched the first session of this. If you did not, please go back and watch it before you continue on this one, because this one is going to specifically get into uh, the five mindsets that you can do to tap into the energies that you have in you, around you, and through you so that you can tap into the new year, the Hebrew year 5782, as well as the Gregorian year 2022 as we move into that. Now, as I talked in the last one, the year of Shemitah on the Hebrew calendar started in the year 5782 in September of 2021. It will go through September of 2022. So um, that is something to note. It is a sabbatical year. It is a year of the harvest resetting, the land resting, resources being open to all around us. And I want to talk about exactly how we can do that. We're going to shift our energies in our life. Everything that we produce, everything that flows through us, everything that we have access to. This is not a new age video. This is based on science and scripture. And we are going to go into all of that today. So do not miss today's episode grab a pen and a notepad. I promise you want to take notes today. Let's roll the intro. I'm Cub Cooker and welcome to my podcast and video blog. Join me in a daily spiritual walk as we explore the hidden biblical laws of overflow. Also, if you're looking for an awesome place online to grow your faith, join me at mybible.works. That's the perfect place to join our online community Bible study and meet new people. And welcome back, everybody. Again, my name is Cub Cooker. If you're just now here for the first time, uh, I'm a big fan of looking into the Bible at hidden biblical laws of overflow. All of my methods, all of my mindsets, all of my spiritual energy is built on biblical laws, biblical principles. Uh, and I don't say laws as in, uh, you know, the old law, the way that we had to do things that are you know, you're a criminal if you don't uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, I'm talking about the laws as they were intended. Uh, the way that we talk about sin these days is we talk about sin as it separates us from God. And while that's true, we don't go deep enough with the meaning of sin. It throws us completely out of vibration with God's consciousness, with the ability to tap into his power and let him flow through us. It hinders us from things like the Holy Spirit, from uh, spiritual fruit it keeps us from him it's literally we're breaking like a law of physics not a legality law and now some can argue that it is a legality law and we can go back and look at the old testament and say well if you break these laws then you're not right in god's eyes and while that is absolutely true i'm talking about the post-sacrifice era we're in right now the messianic era uh, after Christ came, after Yeshua came, he set us free from our sins through his death and resurrection. Um, and I believe he has risen in me and I hope he's risen in you um, and that we can operate on a different level and we can operate within these laws, these laws of physics, if you will, or as I call them, spiritual laws that we can operate within and experience overflow every day in every way. And it's all right here in this book. Um, I absolutely love the Bible. It blows my mind every time I read it. I'm not a Bible beater by any means. Uh, I'm a spiritual mentor, um, spiritual life coach, spiritual entrepreneur coach. Um, I go by many names, 
but uh, at the end of the day, I pull everything that helps me to succeed from this book, and it comes directly from the throne of God. So I give him all the glory. Um, however, I want you to know you're welcome here no matter what denomination or belief code you have. This community is open to all. And we're going to say an affirmation here right now that I invite you to say with me. This is my hidden biblical laws of overflow. I am affirmations. These are straight out of the Bible. And if you would say them with me and you would say them every day, it will change your life. Whether you're a believer or not, this will reprogram you in a way that you will see overflow in everything you do. Say it with me. I am the image of God. I am a disciple of the way. I am a student of scripture. I am grateful for all of creation. I am a wellspring of love and light. And if you say that every day as I do, you will start to think it, then you will start to feel it, then you will start to act on it, then you will start to manifest a new reality from it. And that is what I do every day. That is the secret to my success, is years of struggling, years of addiction, years of being out of vibration with God in sin, even though I thought I was saved, I thought I was a Christian, I thought all of this stuff. And then to finally wake up, the pandemic of 2020 put me in a place of forcing me to find my balance, find my spiritual beingness, or it was going to crush me. And once God opened my eyes, I was literally a new creation. And I want that for you, whether you're building a business, a family, an outreach, a ministry, uh, you just want a better life for yourself. You want to attract better people into your life, better friends, uh, better relationships with your family. I totally get it. And guys, that's what I'm talking about here. This, this method of overflow and seeing and feeling and doing overflow in all things. I'm going to teach it today very specifically. And you don't want to miss today's episode. So as we get into it, five mindsets of immediate overflow. What do you really want in life? And who is your tribe? Now, again, this is part two. If you missed part one, that's kind of the introduction to all this. Please go watch it before we continue here. But what I'm going to tell you today about who you really are, what you really want, and who your tribe is, is going to blow your mind. We are going to tap in and start using these principles of consciousness and energy um, that we're going to learn over the next five sections of this video. Five specific mindsets that when you adopt them, will change your life. Again, these are all biblical. This is not a new age ideology or anything. This is all in the Bible. These are things that Christ himself has said. And these are also things that some of the greatest thinkers of our time have validated with their science. And so this is what's amazing to me is it's all tied together. It's a web of life. It's a circle. It's a cycle. Everything's connected. We see good and evil are all working towards one goal. And that goal is the will of the Father. And he uses all things for good. And I want you to start seeing that in your life today. And I promise you by the end of this video, you're going to have a whole new view. It may even disturb you to the point of where you're questioning what you believe. And that's okay because it's going to lead you. If you ask the Father to lead you, if you ask the Creator to lead you, He will lead you into all truth. 
and we want to approach all of this with wisdom. So getting into it, number one, participating with energy and consciousness. And I want you to notice this image in the background. I don't choose images by happenstance on here. I search for every slide we do to find the right image. And I want you to look through yourself, not as flesh and bone, but as spirit and as energy. And that's exactly what you are. And that's what you're interacting with. And that's how God created you. You're a seed of Yahweh on this earth. You're meant to spread over the earth, take the gospel to nations, take the awakening to many. That's what we're called to do. And so in number one, I put a quote from Nikola Tesla here. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And I'm using these quotes from some of these great thinkers and scientists because I want you to see how much they've affected our life. Nikola Tesla is in everything we have today from the lights in my studio to the signal that you're broadcasting this video with. And just, we all grew up with these little plasma globes, just like we used to touch them and wield the energy in them through the energy in our fingers. They connect with us, they ground to us, they move through us. We can manipulate them. That is what I am going to share with you today. And I talked yesterday about, on the, on the first session of this, about not manipulating your reality. And I want to be very clear when I tell you to manipulate the energy, I'm not telling you to go in and fight tooth and nail uh, for something in your reality that maybe God doesn't want for you. Because I've struggled with that my whole life. I said, no, I want this and I'm going to work and I'm going to push and I'm going to do and I'm going to try and it still doesn't work out. And I get up and I try again and I do and I push and I work and it still doesn't work out. And it's not right. It's not right in my gut. It's not right in my soul. And I know it's not right with God. And so what I'm talking about today, and we're going to get into energies. And when I say manipulate the energy, I'm talking more about wielding it and channeling it and flowing it through you. That's the energy that comes from God. The energy that he has imbued all of creation with and that we have access to. So as we get into that, Nikola Tesla, don't forget that image of the little globe. Now I want to think about the word of God. This is something I talk about a lot. We've all grown up, if, if you've been to church or Bible school or anything like that, Sunday school, you probably know the word of God being his spoken word, how he created things through the spoken word. And while that is true, while that is true, and we also hear the Bible called the word, the word of God. While that is true, that is all true. But there's a deeper meaning of the word of God, the Greek that is actually used when it says the word of God is the word logos or logon. And you can look these up in the Strong's. This is Strong's 3056 from Lego. Something said by implication, a topic, also reasoning or motive. So this could be something said by God. It could be a topic of God, the reasoning or motive of God. And see how that gets deeper there. By extension, a computation. I talked on the last episode about the Fibonacci scale, the fingerprint of God. We see his signature in all things. The computation of God. Specifically, and this is where it gets really interesting, guys. The divine expression. 
the divine expression, the word of God, the logos, the Lego. You know, Legos, you build something with a Lego. The little toy, the little plastic toy, you build something and you can build infinite creations with it. That's the divine expression. We use the divine expression. We use the word of God, the creativity, the logos, the logon, the Lego. I'm not an expert in Greek by any means, but just a simple look into these words will manifest a whole new meaning and a whole new view of our life. And I want you to notice this background just as I speak, how the spoken word manipulates the energy. If you look into, uh, I believe his name is Nakamoto, um, he has some experiments with water. And I'll try to link those down below. I didn't put them in this slideshow, but I've done them. If you go look up my video on water, on holy water, I talk a lot about this and this scientist um, and how he manipulated water by speaking affirmations to it, both good and bad, both negative and positive. And he created fractals with the positive words spoken, and he created really negative frozen ice crystals with the negative words spoken. So think about what you say. Think about what you do. Think about how you're wielding the word of God, the divine expression that he has put into you. That signature of God is in us and in all things. And sorry to stay on that one for so long, but uh, that is such a pinnacle of what I'm talking about here. The fact that we're manipulating energy just through our voice, through our thoughts, through how we interact with this world and we're creating beauty or we're creating negativity. And so I want you to really think about that as we go forward with this. Now, noose is mind, understanding, reason. Um, this is uh, N-O-O-C-E is the phonetic spelling or the transliteration is noose, N-O-U-S. So this is the mind, understanding, reason. Now, the usage of this is the mind, the reason, the reasoning faculty or intellect. And so when Christ says to be renewed, to renew our mind, be transformed by the renewing of our mind, be transformed by the renewing of our understanding, be transformed by the renewing of our reason, be transformed by the renewing of our faculty, of our intellect. And I believe we share a mind of Christ, a global consciousness that all believers, all who Christ has risen in, all who have the Holy Spirit are connected. We are of one mind. And I fully believe that. And I believe that there are so many people that don't know they're connected to this, that are just operating in it, that may not know the church terms of what to say about this but they're experiencing it and they're awake and they're connected and they know their creator. And I just want you to think about that. Next time we try to put church terminology on this or we try to put some sort of uh, reasoning behind all of this and come up with these theology uh, legalisms about everything, just think about the fact that there are quite honestly a lot of people that don't have these church terms that are experiencing this. There are people in third world countries who don't even have internet that are experiencing consciousness, that are dreaming about other people that they will meet later on, that have the Holy Spirit parted on them, that share the mind of Christ. Just remember that, that our evangelical plans, our 
churchianity, our religiosity, our uh, Americanized version and Anglicized version of everything. These are big words today. That all of that doesn't matter to God. It's the mind of Christ. Has he risen in you and has he risen in me? And what does that look like in your life? So getting into mindset number two that I want you to adopt. I want us all to adopt because I want us all to rise up and win together in this new year. I want to manifest the kingdom amongst us. I want to see overflow. I want to see millions of people around the globe with just water flowing from them, from their spirit, from their core, where people gather to drink at the well that God has sprung up in them. So number two is direction and flow in your plans. We often try to manipulate and control what we do, where we go, how other people interact with us. And I want you to look at this river in, the, in this image in the background here. We live out near Paladero Canyon here in West Texas. And when it rains a lot, it floods down there. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the rocks don't stand a chance. It's washed roads out before. It'll wash holes in solid rock. And every time you try to control your life, every time you love your life and you don't give it up, as the scriptures say, you're fighting a current that you can't fight. And so this idea is present in the idea of meditation, especially Eastern meditation, where we are clearing our mind, we're clearing our concepts, we're clearing our reality, we're clearing ourselves in an openness for the new, an openness for sharing that with others and becoming who we really are. And this is more than a mindset, this is more than a practice, this is a deep reality for those who master it to empty ourselves out so that he may fill us, to fully empty ourselves out. And I said in the last episode, when Christ called us to leave everything and follow him, this is not a a nice idea. This is a reality that if we are to follow him, if he is to take up presence in us, we have to give it all up. We have to be willing to give it all up. I don't own anything. I don't own my house. I don't own my cars. I don't own uh, my friends. I don't own my, my job or my YouTube channel or anything. It's all God's. And I mean that on the deepest level. Like it is, it is all his, it is on the table. It is all being used for this one thing he's called me to, which is this ministry. And it will continue to all be used for that. And within that, I let that flow of God, of his plan, of his energy, it carves out, just like the water in the canyon, carves out new ways and new paths in the desert. God does that with me. Where I don't see a way, he carves a way out. And it happens like that, guys. It's absolutely beautiful. Don't miss it in your own life. In positive psychology, a flow state is also known colloquially uh, as being in the zone. It is the mental state in which a person performing some activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus, full involvement, and enjoyment in the process of the activity. In essence, flow is characterized by the complete absorption in what one does and a resulting transformation in one's sense of time. If you haven't noticed... I'm guilty of that a lot. That happens a lot on this show, actually. 
I end up doing 30 minute episodes. We're at 20 minutes right now. I get enveloped in this. When I read this book, I get enveloped in the flow of it. I enjoy it. I am moving with an energy that is not my own. I am just wielding my energy to connect with another energy, which is the Holy Spirit. God speaking through me with these truths. And I put a drummer in the background of this image because it often happens with drummers and musicians where they don't even know what time it is. They can play for hours on end. That's the jam band, you know, the jam band that we've got all kinds of different jam bands like the Dave Matthews band and all kinds of stuff, which of course I'm a big fan of, but um, Pink Floyd, you know, the Beatles, they could play for hours. They were just in this flow, no sense of time. They're doing what they're called to do. They're fully immersed in it and they're moving with an energy they're wielding, they're welding even their energy to a divine energy. And I don't want us to miss that. Number three, as we talk about flow, we talk about wielding energy, harnessing energy. We are energy. We talk about flow, flowing with the divine energy. Now we're going to talk about aligning ourselves fully. And I want you to notice these rocks here. These are these giant rocks that are uh, out in the highlands. And they're called the Karnak Stones. You can look them up. I put the, the link here. Karnak is famous site of more than 10,000 Neolithic standing stones, also known as Meniers. The stones were hewn from local rock and erected by pre-Celtic people of Brittany. Local tradition claims that the reason they stand in such perfectly straight lines is that they are known they are a Roman legion turned to stone by Pope Cornelius. So uh, whether that legend is true or not, you know, that's a little out there, but I just want you to note how beautifully they're standing. In fact, you know, let's just look at this. I'll get the cursor over here. Look at the lines here. I mean, they're just, they're gorgeously laid out. Um, and so whatever you believe, however these were laid out, um, I'll pause the video so we can look here, but look at how they're laid out. And I want to talk about alignment, thinking about this. You know, we had ancient peoples would line up stones like this to harness energy. And whether you believe in that or not, I'm not here to tell you exactly how to believe, but I just want you to take note that there's a lot of ancient peoples that believed in harnessing energy. And so if you're going to harness the energy of God in your life, if you're going to harness that infinite creativity that I'm talking about, that I often mention in my talks, we have to align ourselves that's going to come through a few different things, which I'm going to share at the end here uh, that you can do practically in your life to really align your life, to invite as much of that energy through you as you can. And you start practicing this and you wake up every day and you can get into this zone. God works through you. You start creating a reality that you really desire and that he desires for you. You've married your wills together. You're aligned in his will. A lot of people say it's aligning with the will of God. And I believe it is not that simple, yet it's even more simple. It's you're aligning with all of his energy and all of his intentions and all of his goodwill. And you're aligning your mind with this consciousness where you're connected and you're creating into this organism of the global consciousness of Christ. And Yeshua, the Christ, the Messiah came and walked to this earth and shared the gospel and shared the way to life, that he is the door to life. He embodied the door to life and he died so that we wouldn't have to be out of vibration with our sin anymore. We could step through his door 
Let him rise in us and be connected to the kingdom right now. The kingdom is among you. And I fully believe that. And I want to share that with you guys as we get into this section. So the section on alignment, aim at heaven and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you will get neither. C.S. Lewis. And just like an archer, if they just aim at the ground, then they're just going to hit the ground. If they aim at heaven, well, you might get arrested if you're in the city limits. But if you aim at heaven, you might get earth thrown in. So as we align ourselves, one of the biggest issues I see, and whether you're an entrepreneur or business owner or not, that's neither here nor there, but one of the biggest issues I see with entrepreneurs, business owners, is they come to me and they say, hey, you know, we want to do this. We want to increase our online presence. Love what you're doing online. So, so cool what you're doing. We really want to, you know, get ours uh, grown up. We want to build a better, you know, community online. And I call it a tribe. A tribe is solid. A tribe is we're in it together. You guys are my tribe. Thank you for being here. Um, And so they want to build and create into something that's not aiming for heaven. And even some of the best intended uh, believers, Christian business owners, faith-centered business owners have a struggle with. They're focused on the bill. They're focused on the order. They're focused on the logistics or the marketing rather than aiming for heaven, aiming that message for something much, much bigger and even different than what they're selling. And that's what builds a tribe. That's what builds an ecosystem that we can flow energy through. And so all of this, guys, this will all fix your problems. And if you start practicing everything you're learning from these videos, it will absolutely change your life. I have no doubt. So aim at heaven, guys. Don't just aim at the minuscule things. Don't just aim at the little things that you think you want in life, that you think you need, that you think you have to have to make that business or that family member or that marriage or whatever work. And so I just really want to encourage you that um, if we do that, we aim for heaven and we can win. We can hit heaven and we can gain earth. He says to focus on him, focus on the kingdom and all of these things will be added unto you. And I fully believe that guys. So uh, we are going to stop this episode here. Don't forget, jump on over to www.mybible.works. I got it right this time. It's an awesome online Bible study community. It's completely free. You can join it, follow different topics, create your own, start your own Bible study group. You can use it for your church, for your studies, for your ministry. It's basically social media for people who want to study the Bible, study scripture, do book studies, whatever you guys want to do that's spiritually focused around this mission. You guys jump over there, create your own communities, create your own friend groups, whatever you want to do. Uh, We're growing. We've got all kinds of new members over there. You go check it out. We'd love to have you there. You can also find this video as well as the first one. And then the final one in this series will all be over there in series in one post. You can find them all and you'll get the PDF download with it. That'll have all of the notes as well as kind of the activators that you can do in your life. So you can start applying this. You can take it to church, Sunday school, take it to your husband, your wife, your significant other and start studying this together and living into this every single day. Also, if you love this ministry, you can support it as a monthly partner, mybible.works slash all dash courses. 
and you'll get my brand new book. It's God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. You can download it from Amazon. You can buy it from Amazon or you can support as a monthly partner and you'll get it for free. You also get the book study workshop with it, which has hours and hours of video of me reading the book and teaching actionable lessons from it with a PDF download. Plus, we're going to add new workshops to that going into next year. You'll also get flash Zoom meetups and first access to new books, etc. over there. So don't miss it. Go check it out. You're going to love it. Grab it. Um, and then the takeaway for today, the takeaway for today to apply to your life um, is to start activating. None of this works if you don't activate it. Uh, so I shared yesterday not to manipulate yourself, other circumstances, nature, wellness, or wealth but rather to communicate your true self, your tribe, your opportunities, your ideas, and overflow. And the key for today is to activate on that, to take what I'm telling you here and what I'm sharing and start applying it into your life. You have to start cutting things out of your life that don't serve what we're talking about, and you have to start adding things that do serve it. I'm talking about removing patterns in your life that you know are not serving this, if you love getting cupcakes on the way home every Friday, that might not be serving this. If you love, um, I don't know, online dating apps too much, uh, you know, and you're addicted to just meeting new people all the time, rather than focusing on meeting the right one, you know, that might be a good place to start and activate on trying to find the right one. Uh, if you love travel, but it's, you know, eating into uh, your budget that you could be using to build something beautiful, that might be an issue. So you only you can determine. I'm just giving you examples. Uh, in my life, I love security, but travel does me more spiritual good than anything. So sometimes I exhaust my uh, finances so I can go travel, so I can activate everything we're talking about. So very, very important that you decide, you make up your own uh, idea on what you need in your life. So anyway, there's a disclaimer as always. Um, but anyway, thank you for being here. I hope this helps. Don't miss the last installment on this because we're going to dive in the last, uh, I believe it's the last two are going to be very, very powerful. Don't miss them. And, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Peace. Hey, My Bible Works Tribe, I hope you enjoyed that video. If you did, be sure and give it a big thumbs up and leave a comment down below with what you thought of it. Also, if you want to join us in a virtual campfire chat, jump on over to mybible.works. It's completely free and you can join a safe and open Bible study discussion with our global community.